the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. I'm Pastor Gary Cass of Christ Community Reformed Church, and I'm filling in for Brian and Kathleen. My adorable co-host today is Miss Clara Cass, and she's just one of my beautiful six granddaughters. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. Claire and I would love to meet you, so come and worship with us this Sunday at Christ Community Reformed Church in Escondido. For directions, go to our website, ChristCRC.com. That's ChristCRC.com. Perfect. Thank you, Clara. Our special guest today is a good friend, Karen England. She is the executive director of the California-based Capital Resource Institute, a wonderful organization that's been doing great work for decades. Karen is a self-taught kitchen table activist with a long history of mobilizing citizens at rallies, school board meetings, even at the state legislative level, and is a leading expert in reclaiming parental rights. And that's what we're going to focus on today. Welcome, Karen, and thank you for coming on the program. Hey, thank you for having me, and thank you, Clara. Yes, we're going to have a good time today. And Karen, uh, we've been doing this for a while, and uh, we've seen some interesting things recently. There's been a huge surge across the nation and uh, in our state, in particular here in California, of a movement of parents and patriots really engaging uh, in an unprecedented level on the local school board level um, in response to what's going on in the public schools. Uh, Karen, what do you think's driving all this new interest and all this new involvement? Well, Gary, you, you are right. There's an increase in it, um, and especially in California. Some people are kind of surprised by that. But um, Christians and activists, when we saw what was happening during COVID, it opened up people's eyes. And so I think starting then, we realized, you know, the government isn't necessarily a friend of the family, nor are the public schools. And so people have started to pay attention and get involved. And last election cycle, there were numerous school boards that were flipped um, and will be flipped in the next two years as well to where conservatives and a lot of Christians are sitting on these school boards and they're working to reclaim and restore parental rights at the local level. Yes. And as you know, I'm, I like to say I'm a recovering school board member. I served here in San Diego County on the Grossmont Union High School District Board for six years. 
and uh, I joke, I have the the scars of my uh, tenure. So <laughs> it was a pretty uh, raucous time. And frankly, that was about 20 years ago uh, when I was on the board. And uh, public schools, unfortunately, have not uh, gotten better in respect to some of the concerns that I think we're going to be looking at today. In fact, uh, back 20 years ago when we're saying, hey, folks, um, this is headed the wrong direction. A lot of people thought we were being alarmists or, or conspiracy people. And now guess what? Uh, all of the things that we told them were coming, they're here. So, um, Karen, what are some examples of some of these issues that are on the radar now that's driving all of these uh, people now turning out to the school board meetings? Well, a lot is going on in California with the issue of gender transition in schools. And, and because the California Department of Education, their official guidance to every school district in California is that if a child is socially transitioning to an opposite gender, that you keep that information from the parents. So there's been a groundswell of school boards that are passing a policy that says, no, we're going to include parents in this. If a child is coming to school and using the opposite sex restroom or sports team or wants to be called a different name, we need to bring the parents into that conversation and not hide and have secrets from the parents. And so that's been kind of the the largest one. We had our fifth school district last night up in Rockland, Northern California, pass the policy that says, no, we're going to tell parents if the the child thinks they're a different gender. We're not going to hide that anymore. And uh, I appreciate, Karen, your leadership in getting that policy into the school districts around California. I know um, I've been working here locally with some of our school boards since I've been on the board. I've, I've retained some of those contacts through the years. And I'll be candid. I'm not super encouraged because when asked uh, some of these school board members whether or not they would Uh, consider putting this policy into uh, action in their district, frankly, they are intimidated. And they're saying, well, um, we would, but only the people on the other side of these issues show up at the school board meetings. And they feel, frankly, very intimidated uh, and are in many cases unwilling to step up and do the right thing. Are, Are you hearing that as well? Well, I I have. That's always been kind of a disappointment. And like you mentioned, we've been doing this for a long time and sounding the alarm. And the sad thing is, even within the church, often they were the ones that wanted us to be quiet the most. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now they're, they're seeing that, whoa, we were not crazy lunatics talking about you know, something um, kind of made up or hyperbole. And so you have a lot of people that are that kind of lack some courage. But what I have found is those that are stepping out, like at Chino Valley Unified, and last night in Rockland, it was a 4-1 vote. It was a board meeting that took over six hours. They literally bust in progressives in their rainbow gear and flags and were, were so rude to the school board members, but they just stood firm and they spoke. And parents are the most important part of this equation. And what California, we actually yesterday had a slight setback that we expected. And that was a court in uh, Chino Valley said that Chino Valley Unified could not 
go ahead and use this policy until there's a court hearing in October. But that only affects Chino Valley. And we've got school districts that are saying, bring it on. If the state of California wants to draw a line in the sand, declare war on parents, we're going to stand up and say, we'll, we'll take that fight on. We believe parents have the ultimate authority. Why should people who don't have kids in the school district uh, get engaged? A lot of people think, well, it doesn't affect me. Uh, I I don't need to really uh, worry about this. This is just something that parents need to be involved in. Well, and I, I often say, well, why would you go feed the hungry? Why would you go um, volunteer at a good news club? It's because we are our brother's keeper. We are called to love our neighbor, and this is how you do it. And if those families are not having um, representation at the school board, you know, the kids that are in the inner city, I feel an obligation to go represent them at the school board. They're already getting really bad messages about sexuality and culture, and I want to make a difference. This is also our taxpayer dollars. You know, I'm a nana. My grandkids are homeschooled. My last child was homeschooled, and... I care about where this world is going, and these are the kids that are going to be, you know, Supreme Court justices and and making policies and doctors, and they're the ones that are going to be in charge of our culture. And so we need to weigh in, and all of these kids need protection, whether their parents are active or not. Right. I, I like to remind people, if we love our neighbor as ourselves, shouldn't we be concerned about our neighbor's children? Mm-hmm. And we see all sorts of things coming into their lives that are scandalous, to say the least. And yet, uh, many churches uh, are completely silent. Uh, I'm not sure what's driving that, but uh, I just know that I feel constrained that we have to do something we have to speak out and we're so appreciative of the leadership that we get from your ministry capital resource institute you've been doing it for decades and we're going to take a break in just a moment and when we come back i want us to talk about the real practical sorts of things that we can get involved with in order to actually make a difference if you've just turned in I'm Pastor Gary Cass of Christ Community Reformed Church in Escondido. I'm filling in today with my granddaughter, Clara, for Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, who are out traveling around. And our guest today is my friend Karen England of Capital Resource Institute, discussing all the recent controversies at local school board meetings across California. And my extra special co-host is my granddaughter, Clara. When we come back from the break, Mrs. England will tell us practical ways you can make a difference in your local school district. Very good. Intrusive government, sexual confusion, division in the church. We are under continued attack in our culture. This is Brian Melanakis. And this is Kathleen Melanakis. Using scripture and logic, we report on and discuss current events and how Christians should respond to be an influence for good in our culture. Join us on Biblical Citizen Let's Roll every Saturday at noon on KPRZ. That's Biblical Citizen Let's Roll every Saturday at noon. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen Let's Roll. I'm Pastor Gary Cass of Christ Community Reformed Church, filling in for Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. 
And I am Clara Cass, helping out my grandpa. Thank you for listening. Our guest today is Karen England, Executive Director of the California-based Capital Resource Institute. And Karen is a leading expert in reclaiming parental rights at the school district level. We just discussed a number of the controversial things that are going on in the schools that's driving the recent surge of involvement and why people, even those who don't have kids in public schools, ought to get involved. So, Karen, let's get down to some practical things that our listeners can do in order to make a difference in their local school district. I know I went on your website. It's a wonderful resource, and uh, I'm going to encourage everybody to please go there and check it out. And I see that you have a number of initiatives that you're involved in. Uh, What are some things that our listeners can do to be able to be part of making a difference locally? Well, one thing that I really love is um, I consider myself a kitchen table activist, and I'm doing this radio interview from my kitchen table. And that's something that everyone can do. With technology these days, you can watch school board meetings. I was able to watch Rockland last night. You're able to send emails, communicate with people. But our website, I love how we have built out the everyday tools for the average citizen that wants to get engaged and involved. And it's capitalresource.org, and that's capital with an O. And on our website, we have the Kitchen Table Activist, which is a podcast that walks you through how a bill becomes a law, you know, just the basics of how government works, how school boards work. We have Take Back the Classroom, which is our initiative to expose the really graphic books in school where we list books by the school district, you really need to go on there and look and see for yourself what is in the schools. Don't just take it from someone else that, you know, we're complaining about that. We have FOIA. And and can I just comment on that? um, Locally, what we did, uh, actually Kathleen Melanakis, there was a list of books that was circulated about uh, libraries having them in their collection and just out of curiosity uh, Kathleen was able to go on to our local Escondido library uh, site and lo and behold guess what showed up in the the public library there in Escondido where we live but I'm afraid that they're also showing up in the school district libraries aren't they? Oh absolutely and then we we have found out that students, you know, they get a hold of a book and then it becomes the book to check out. And this stuff, Gary, is it is really, really graphic. And mm-hmm. so I just want to encourage your listeners to, to go look, not that they really should go look at that stuff. But our tax dollars are paying for this and we need to get them out of our schools. Uh, the other thing that we have on our website are public record or, or often called FOIA requests. So we have one for California. We have them for every state for other listeners. And what this is, is something, this is really the only way to find out what's going on in school, and that's to do a public records request on the list of books or the curriculum, if they're teaching sex ed or, you know, CRT, what they're doing. In addition to that, we have a lot of opt-out forms. So whether it's opting your child out of sex education or out of the nosy surveys, we recommend parents proactively go on, fill out that, those forms, even if you don't think your child is in a grade where they're teaching sex ed, it's important every year to fill out these forms and submit them to the school for every one of your children. It's really the only way to do what you can to make sure they're not indoctrinated in this progressive stuff. 
it's sad because, um, and maybe you, this was your experience. I remember being on the school board. I was on it for six years, and I knew something was wrong. I just could never really seem to put my finger on it. Just um, it was just this kind of climate or culture in the schools that was very much going towards the left. And now, uh, fortunately, some people have got, done some good work. I want to mention a book. If you have any uh, concern about wanting to know what's behind all of this, there was a book recently written by James Lindsay called The Marxification. That's not a word, but you, you understand what it is. The Marxification of education. I recommend you read that. Uh, Mr. Lindsay is not a Christian, but he's done us a, a service by going back and and looking at that. And so all of these things have this larger context behind that this progressive agenda is being driven and it includes what you mentioned. We You mentioned CRT. What is CRT? It's critical race theory. And it's the idea that um, some of us are oppressors, and, and, and it's the white Christian male that's the oppressor, and everything is through that lens. I mean, all of this is through, if you don't have a biblical worldview, then you have an anti-biblical worldview. I mean, mm-hmm. there are only two worldviews. And so it's, an, it's a totally anti-biblical worldview that you can be your own God, that people are born good, that um, that... that um, you know, we need to, that we've been a really bad country and we just need to kind of tear down the institutions and rebuild them um, so that there's no more racism. They believe there's systematic racism um, going on. And that, again, the white Christian male is the oppressor. And that is really going on in a lot of schools in, in California as well. And so it's really important that you look at the curriculum. We have a back to school checklist where it helps you look at the different curriculum your students have and, and hey, is this lens, is they talking bad about people of faith? Are they talking bad about our, our, our founding? You know, what it really gets you thinking when you're going through textbooks, what is the what are the you know secondary messages that are being sent to our kids here? Well, and sometimes, honestly, um, as Lindsay points out, you can ask for the curriculum, but it's not the, what's in writing. It's the, the discussions that are yeah. being led in the classroom. And a lot of it comes under this really benign-sounding thing called social-emotional learning. Yeah. Doesn't that sound – well, yeah, we, we want to engage our children and we want them to feel socially emotionally supported i I guess i'm for sel should i be well yeah and i I don't want anyone touching um with sel near my children or grandchildren i don't i don't need their worldview um that the kid the children's feelings should dictate everything about their life and you mentioned you know um james lindsay i do want to say he's not a christian Mm -hmm. yet because he's gone from being an atheist to an agnostic Mm -hmm. um and so we're all we're all praying for him but it is just what has happened and gone on in the schools there is not a school in california i guarantee you that is not pushing this stuff in the classroom and so parents you are the only person that can stand between the progressives and your children and grandchildren. And we need to be the ones standing in the gap because this stuff is interwoven through all of the curriculum. And we really 
need to be praying for our school board members, helping school board, Christian school board members get elected, and then changing the culture of our school districts. I agree 100%. And it's sad, but it almost becomes we have to turn our children uh, into uh, culture warriors. That they, you know, when when the teacher takes the discussion away from math to try to import all of these ideas about family, the environment, um, the race, gender, and that's what's happening. These classrooms are being co-opted by teachers who've been trained in a particular uh, worldview that every subject is to be politicized. So even math is being politicized, and the ultimate goal is to turn the children into, frankly, Marxist culture warriors. And they're supposed to be offended and aggrieved and upset. And that's not what most parents are sending their kids to school to experience. So we've got to get parents and even the kids have to be able to say, my teacher is always taking our class down the road to discussions that are not driven by what we're supposed to be talking about in the class, like math or social studies or all of that. So, again, be aware that this is uh, this movement has been building. Now we're seeing the fruit of it, and we're going to have to work very hard uh, to root it out. Um, Karen, I want to thank you for being our guest today. Uh, For those of you who just tuned in, Karen is the executive director of the California-based Capital Resource Institute. Karen, how can people get in touch with you and and the resources that you're making available? They can go to capitalresource.org, or they can also go to Kitchen Table Activist, kitchentableactivist.org, and they can get all of our resources are free. They can get on our email list. Um, we, um, we, we cover a lot of issues, religious freedom, marriage, life, education, parental rights, and let us come alongside you as you work to reclaim your communities for Christ. And we should be encouraging, if you have not thought about it, now is the time to think about it. Maybe the Lord's calling you to run for the local school district. Uh, and if you need resources in that regard, you can reach out to Karen. Or if you want to reach me, uh, I'd be happy to speak with you. I've run campaigns. I've, and, and frankly, right now, I'm helping uh, mentor some school board members who are new uh, on the board. And I'm happy to help you. So, um There's nothing more important than the minds and the hearts and the souls of the children of our communities. They are the future, and if we're going to honor the Lord, we need to love our neighbor's children as much as we love our own, and we need to stand. This is Pastor Gary Cass. I've been filling in today for Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, who've taken a little break, and I just want to thank you for listening. We really appreciate you getting all the way to the end of our program of the program. Why don't you do it one more time? Read that line one more time, Clara. This one? Yeah. We really appreciate you you getting all the way to the end of the program. Uh, Clara and I would love to meet you, so please visit us this Sunday at Christ Community Reform Church. For directions... And service times go to our website, ChristCRC.com. That's ChristCRC.com. 
And Clara, for for six years old, I think you did an awesome job today. Thank you. Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. Intrusive government, sexual confusion, division in the church. We are under continued attack in our culture. This is Brian Melanakis. And this is Kathleen Melanakis. Using scripture and logic, we report on and discuss current events and how Christians should respond to be an influence for good in our culture. Join us on Biblical Citizen Let's Roll every Saturday at noon on KPRZ. That's Biblical Citizen Let's Roll every Saturday at noon. In these tumultuous times, are you concerned about the future of freedom? The National Center for Law and Policy is your voice in the courts and culture, advocating for and defending faith, family, and religious freedom. We believe the Church of Jesus Christ is an essential service. Recently, our litigation on behalf of churches, coupled with public policy advocacy, helped pressure Governor Newsom to do the right thing, open churches in California months earlier than was planned. The National Center for Law and Policy is only able to continue to provide free legal representation to increasingly persecuted individuals and organizations because of the prayers and generous financial support of our ministry partners. Please continue to join our team and support our work. Find out more at our website, nclplaw.org, or visit us on Facebook. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you are a voting age believer, trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using BiblicalVoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click biblicalvoter.com, then pray and obey. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.